0: Section 34 Masterpieces of Negro Eloquence edited by Alice Dunbar Nelson This Librivox recording is in the public domain Abraham Lincoln by James L Curtis of New York Since the curtain rang down on the tragedy of Calvary consummating the vicarious sacrifice of Jesus of Nazareth there has been no parallel in history sacred or profane to the deeds of abraham lincoln and their perennial aftermath for two hundred years this nation writhed in the pain and anguish of travail and as a happy sequel to this long night of suffering in the dawn of the nineteenth century she bore a son who was destined to awaken a nation's somnolent conscience to a monstrous evil to lead a nation through a fierce siege a fratricidal strife to strike the shackles of slavery from the limbs of four millions of bondsmen to fall a victim to the assassin's bullet to be enshrined in the hearts of a grateful nation and to have an eternal abode in the pantheon of immortals abraham lincoln what mighty magic is this name erstwhile it made the tyrant tremble on his throne and the hearts of the downtrodden leap for joy now over the chasm of two score years it causes the drooping hopes of freemen to bud anew and the smouldering embers of their ambition to leap into flame with talismanic power it swerves the darts of hate and malice aimed at a defenceless race so that though they wound they do not destroy with antidotal efficacy it nullifies the virus of proscription so that it does not stagnate the blood nor paralyze the limb of an uptrending and ongoing race when the nation was rent in twain lincoln the propitiator counsel conciliation when the states of the south sought to secede lincoln the concatenator welded them into a solid chain one and inseparable when brother sought the life of brother and father that of son lincoln the pacificator advised peace with honor when the nation was stupefied with the miasma of human slavery lincoln the alleviator broke its horrid spell by diffusing through the fire of war the sweet incense of liberty the cynic has sneered at the proclamation of emancipation the dogmatist has called the great emancipator a compromiser the scholar with the eccentricity peculiar to genius has solemnly declared that the slaves were freed purely as a war necessity and not because of any consideration for the slave the undergraduate in imitation of his erudite tutors has asserted that the freedmen owe more to the pride of the haughty southerner than to the magnanimity of president lincoln but the mists of doubt and misconception have been so dissipated by the sunlight of history that we of this generation may clearly see the martyred president as he really was all honor to abraham lincoln the performer not the preacher the friend of humanity the friend of the north the friend of the south the friend of the white man the friend of the black man the man whose heart like the Christ was large enough to bring within the range of its sensibilities every human being beneath the stars. the man who, when God's clock struck the hour, swung back on its creaking hinges the door of opportunity that the slaves might walk over its portals into the army and into new fields of usefulness in civil life. One hundred years have rolled into eternity since freedom's greatest devotee made his advent on this earth hundred years as but a moment compared with the life of nations yet changes in our form of government in the interpretation of our laws in the relation between the north and the south in the status of the negro have been wrought that were beyond the wildest dreams of lincoln and wonderful as have been these changes to our advantage in the acquisition of property in moral and mental development in the cultivation of sturdy manhood and womanhood yet all these have come to us as a direct result of the labours of lincoln who with the ken of a prophet and the vision of a seer in those dark and turbulent days wrought more nobly than he knew from these prodigious tasks so well performed i adjure you my friends that you catch inspiration that you take no backward step in the future that you prove worthy heirs and joint heirs to the heritage of golden opportunities bequeathed you that you demand every right with which his labours have endowed you and that the righteous sentiment of equal and exact justice be emblazoned on a banner and flaunted in the breezes till every foe of justice is vanquished and right rules supreme that you will do this i doubt not for in my heart of hearts i believe with henry clay that before you can repress the tendencies to liberty or the tendencies to absolute emancipation from every form of serfdom you must go back to the era of our independence and muzzle the cannon which thunders its joyous return you must penetrate the human soul and eradicate there the love of liberty then and not till then can you stifle the ennobling aspiration of the american negro for the unabridged enjoyment of every right guaranteed under the constitution and the laws section thirty four